0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: Welcome back to the captain's run, and I've got to give a quick shout-out because schnitz have just arrived. I've just had some. It's as beautiful as always. Oh, my God, their schnitties <laughs> are unmatched. But let's get into it. Uh, thanks to the SN app, download it today for free in the App Store and listen anywhere, anytime. This is, uh, you know, this, this segment for us is an interesting one because the roosters, we've got Tommy here every week he walks in and he goes, oh I'm fairly targeted and we're just this mm. poor little sydney club that just don't have that much resources and rah, rah. but anyway <laughs> <laughs> i just me to, shaking his head Tommy's shaking his head which is which means I'm tr- it's true it's true <laughs> but uh, the dragons obviously defeat the uh, sorry the roosters defeat the dragons uh 27-26 and basically they I, I guess You know, the Victor Radley sin binning is a big story out of it. He's now become the most sin bin player of the modern era. And there's a feeling that uh, Radley was unfairly targeted. Uh, I guess, you know, first of all, what do you think of the game, Smithy? And also of the officiating?
0: Well, first up, great game of footy. Uh, It looked like the Roosters were just going to run away with it quite convincingly. Um, But, you know, the fight that... The dragons showed, uh, particularly you know, in the back half of the game, where they reeled off what was it, three three tries in about eight minutes to level the scores up at 26 each. Impressive, and and really just a reflection of the day, um, which was you know the the long standing uh, ANZAC game that these two clubs have played against each other, and you love to see the, the close battles um, in these big matches. Um, and it was only a, a Kiri field goal that separated them in the end. So to the two teams, you know, congratulations on what was a, a great game. Um, but to the Victor Radley incident, watching it live and even in the replays, I, I still feel as though that it was the contact was made with his head. Yeah, I feel well, I feel as though it was, it was a head clash. Um, but but the officials were saying it was with the shoulder. Mm. I'm pretty sure, which, you know, and I don't know. Like, do you go as far as saying if it was any other player than Victor Radley, would they have been penalized? Possibly. Possibly. Because there's this whole, you know, sort of theme or or, or story line around Victor Radley is, you know, he, he comes in um, to these tackles quite – clumsily and, and, you know, gets his head in the wrong position and throws his arms out and you know, the, how many, like, he's the most sin bin player in the NRL era, but how many this year? Is that five this year? Four we or five. To get, yeah, four or five. It's, it's nine,
1: it's nine in his, in his career.
0: Nine total, but I'd say four of them were this year be mm-hmm. you know, so there's probably this, this, you know. There's a stigma around around him at the moment that you know he's whenever he makes these type of tackles, it's it's something illegal happened. But for mine, oh, what else? What else, like I don't know what he's done wrong there. He's come in to make a a, a front on tackle and he's just had uh, head contact with with an opposition player. It happens a lot. Mm. I, I don't know what else he could have done there.
1: Oh mate, I I totally agree. I, I this this word duty of care gets bandied around a lot. You know, the defensive player has a duty of care. No, no player on the field has a duty of care to anything. It's actually the referees that have a duty of care and it's the players to play within the rules. Now, what I don't understand with the Victor Radley situation is even if you want to say that he his shoulder did hit his chin or whatever, like there are so many mitigating circumstances of... The player with the ball turning his back. Um, It it wasn't overly forceful. He didn't shoot out of the line. Mm. What I'm not understanding is, is there's a massive universe between a penalty and 10 in the bin. He's had three sin bins this year. And the other ones, okay, let's just say they're warranted. But I thought this one is, look, at minimum, if Luke Keery goes out and does the same tackle, there is no way he's going to the bin. There's no Mm. way he's going to the bin. But we actually have audio of Trent Robertson after the game. Yep. Okay. The angles that I, I just went and l- had a look at it over and over again. So I see the head clash, you know, that's the, 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 the shots that I, I didn't see any shoulder contact um, from any, I, I don't think any of the televisions that I saw, um, but I know there's more angles. So uh, Rads was adamant that it was head on head. You see where the head contact is. Um, but yeah unless uh unless they show more angles there um, then I can only go on what I've seen so far uh I think Victor gets treated differently yeah just because of the the aggression that he plays with yeah and so my my concern when I hear that is that if it's so touch and go if so many of us of like look I thought it was head then some people are like oh maybe there was a little bit of shoulder in it it's like mm. how does that deserve 10 in the bin
0: yeah yeah i, I yeah it's it's I think it's one of the more frustrating things in the game at the moment from a fan's point of view. If not the most frustrating thing is that they they're watching this game and you what you've finished watching a game and, and you think you're scratching your head thinking why was that a sin bin? Why was that a penalty? What what's happening to our game? Mm. And and it's concerning to hear you know Trent Robinson talk about how he's targeted because of his aggressive nature. Isn't that what our sport is all about? Yeah. Like you have to play aggressively because if you don't, you get beaten. And you're, (laughs) these footballers, right? The men and the women, all the coaches, they're, they're, they're paid to go out and win these games. Mm -hmm. They're not paid to just to be out there to, you know, to look nice in a Jersey and put on a bit of a, a spectacle. Like what, what game do we want? Our sport to look like, because I tell you what, it's changing very quickly, with the with the way we're asking our referees to officiate games. I'll go back to the Storm Warriors game last night, and I'm not su- not too sure how many people seen it because it was late, big Anzac Day, probably had a few froffies Fair. under the belt by by seven o'clock kickoff. But Christian Welsh come out to make a tackle, right? He comes out to make a normal tackle, you know, a uh, bit of a swinging arm clean miss but because it looked because it looked overly aggressive and you know the, I I believe the referee just assumed he'd done something wrong blew a penalty straight away straight away yeah Christian Welsh being the captain of the storm he had the ability to to challenge it because he knew that he made absolutely no contact challenged the call slow-mo replay did not touch him one bit if he did he, he maybe he maybe brushed a hair follicle
1: mm.
0: of the Warriors player. So this is, what, this is what I'm saying. If something looks overly aggressive or spectacular in a, in a tackle, the referees just, they, they blow their whistle straight away. They blow their whistle straight away thinking, oh, look, someone something's, someone's done something illegal here or, or something to hurt another player. I think we're forgetting the fact that our game is a very physical game played by tough people. And and knowingly that they're, they're aware, as soon as they step onto the field, when they put their football boots and their and their playing kit on, when they step onto the field, they know there's every chance that something could go wrong and they could get hurt. Now we're not saying let's let's just go back to the bad old days and it's open slather, but when accidents are going to occur, and I'm you know I think you you're probably tired of this campy as well, but I'm sick of banging on about it. But you know like. Unfortunately, it's going to happen. Injuries are going to happen in our game. It's the ones where there's intent or, you know, like severely careless tackles that are made where they injure people. That, that's the ones we need to stamp out of our game. But, you know, this hip drop thing's got out of control. Um, you know, players barely being brushed across the face. You know, players are getting 10 minutes in the sin bin for that. Even even the Dylan Walker one last night, Kempe, oh, all right, where Eli Katoa, yeah, he, he, he certainly was concussed, visibly, visibly concussed. But but to put Dylan Walker in the sin bin for a head slam, again, from the vision, he, he certainly hit his head on the ground hard, but from the vision, I, I, I didn't see a whole lot in that tackle where Dylan Walker actually slammed Eli Katoa's head into the ground. I, I, I don't know, and, and that's that's me talking about a Storm player being injured. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm not being biased towards the Storm club here. I'm, I'm actually defending Walker, who plays for the Warriors. So yeah, I I don't know, mate. I the the, the game is changing so much at the moment, and I, and I feel as though it's gonna I don't know that the fabric of the game is 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 almost disappearing. It's, it's what our game is built on. It's why so many people love it. Um, the confusing thing is, right? The confusing thing is we're, we're stamping out all these aggressive things in our game, yet whenever I see a commercial <laughs> for State of Origin or a commercial for Magic Round or whatever it is promoting our game, what do we, what do we watch? Big hits. Big hits. Big hits. Mm. Blokes getting whacked on the ground. It's, that's all it is. Big yep. tackles, big collisions. Yep. Yep, we don't we, we want to penalize players when they do that in the game these days. It's funny. It's almost like double standards, isn't it?
1: Yeah, mate. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Even the Luke Keary penalty where he got tackled literally whilst kicking the ball. Like, the ball hadn't <laughs> been kicked yet. Lomax tackles him. Penalty straight away. Just because, like, we're going to get to a point where our halves are like quarterbacks in the NFL. Yep, and they can literally just stand there and basically do whatever they want because there's no point in even putting any pressure on them. Like, you you get penalties if you run and put pressure on a player and then push him after he kicks it. You literally mm. will get penalized, mm. which is like, where where was this huge increase in injury from being pushed after a kick? I, I don't I didn't see it. I mean, I must have been watching a different game. Like were we sitting were we sitting there going there's this massive epidemic of blokes getting tackled after they kicked the ball, getting injured? Like I yeah. just it, it does it makes no sense to me. And the Dylan Walker one. I just want to know where was the show me what was illegal about what he did. He had mm-hmm. the ball wrapped up. Yep. He took him to the ground aggressively, and yep. unfortunately, Katoa hit his head. If yep. Katoa does the exact same thing and gets up and plays the ball, it is not even looked at twice. Like we wouldn't even, even it, w- it wouldn't even be talked about. Players are taken to the ground like that. I mean, we're all taught you wrap the ball up. I'll wrap around the other side. You take his legs. We take him to the ground together. Mm-hmm. I, t- I would love to know what's the illegal part of what Dylan Walker did outside of be aggressive. Is it illegal well, uh, now to be aggressive? Yeah,
0: that's right, mate. And I think it is. That's where the game is going. When, when players, when they, when they tackle other uh, ball carriers and it's, and it's, it's done done so with uh, a lot of force, and you can see it's it's an aggressive style of tackle. The NRL that uh, they're trying to it's like they're trying to exterminate, eliminate, whatever word you want to use, mm. that style of play from our game. Which is it, it's I I don't have a word for it because that's what our game is. It's what separates our game from every other sport, and it's why so many people love our game. Is because it is so different. It's so confrontational. It's so physical, where other sports just don't have that that part of their their um, that that part of or that style of of um, you know action or, or in their in their own game. Mm. They they don't get to view that. That that's why fans pay money to come and watch that type of stuff. Mm. I don't know, mate. It's. Yeah, it's 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 confusing. It's frustrating at times. It's I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just an old player that's you know looking at the game now and it's very different and don't know. I can't get my head around it. I don't know. But I just think that a lot of the times we're overreacting um, to to things that are happening on the field, which we should just we it's, we should just accept it's part of our game.
1: Yeah, agreed. Really and, should. And like the one thing coming from soccer to league, the one hard thing was the toughness. That was the only, like everything else, the skill set, I could learn it. It was the toughness that separated it from anything else I'd ever played before. Anyway, we have to head to a break. After the break, we've got so much more to talk about.